Awakening struck her like a lightning bolt as the spell lifted, tearing away all artifice. Queen Mab rushed out of her tent, flinging open the flap. The sun hung like an orange coal, the soot and haze masking the sky in a cloud of death. Cries filled the air as her camp fell under attack. Her soldiers were too busy engaged in hand-to-hand -hand with the enemy to notice what had been taken. This, all of this, was a diversion to hide the theft of her sacred bull. Two men ran along the horizon with her animal in tow. Their cloaks were as dark as midnight. But night cannot hide in the day. Shadows become silhouettes. It would have been better to dress as fire, for she saw them just as clearly. Cloven hooves and woolly legs peeked out from beneath the robes of the man who had once been her prince. He cared no longer for secrecy. His disguise had melted away, revealing his true face, horns and all. He even paused to look back, to see her standing there, his fool. He threw her a kiss and smiled. Faunus, she swore. She knew him of old. As she was the ruler of dreams at night, he was the lord of those at day. He spent the hours between sunrise and set, frolicking in the fields, playing the siren song of his panpipes with no heed to their consequence, his loins always the master. Two demigods of light and dark, she and he. She had thought Faunus a tenuous ally. They found understanding in one another, sympathy for the burden and toil of shaping man's idle thoughts. She laughed when he'd gotten into mischief in centuries past. But this was too far. Once content to woo women by the stream, it now appeared his sport was to woo a queen. But he did not think her a queen on his board, only a pawn in his game of political chess. Mab recognized Faunus's partner in this crime, a lord of the mortal realm from the house of Montague. This lord came to her many times to beg the stud of this sacred bull, an animal who sired only cows, cows whose milk quenched hunger and bestowed their drinkers with unnatural strength. Queen Mab clutched her robe against her bare skin. Faunus had probably whispered words of power and glory to the foolish Montague, covering his eyes with a gauze of paper promises. This lord did not know his conquest was nothing more than idle distraction to Faunus, something to stave his boredom. This lord did not know the war he started with his sly thievery, thinking it could be forgotten by time or forgiven in the passing years. He did not know what he meddled with when he chose to meddle with her. Her rage boiled to a fury as bright as a thousand suns. Mab would educate him. From every foot soldier fighting alongside Faunus, to that lord from the house of Montague, and every child he sired beyond, 
They would all pay dearly for the insult for as long as her immortal blood ran hot in her veins. Believe you so clever to escape Mab, she roared as they ran. You shall die begging for relief. You cannot hide from me. They would learn that unlike Faunus with his empty threats and playful distractions, Queen Mab meant every word. Chapter Two Who are they upon that plain? Mab asked. The fairy captain peered into her scrying ball. Though they were leagues away, the glass showed an army camped on the ridge of a hill. The valley below lay wasted, ash and brown, strewn with the broken bodies of friend and foe alike. Two men, one fair, one dark, took their leave.